Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Freshman 15 podcast. And I apologize for the intro here. My name is Ben Schnopper, but I'm a little rusty right now, Colin. It's been a while. It's been too long, and it's Colin Bass right here. And I think there's something we've been missing out on, Benj, and life's just going full speed ahead. It's midterm season. It's middle of semester. Christmas is closer than summer. It's just insane. Um, but it's it's been one heck of a year so far, and I think it's been a blessing that we're back together one-on-one again. Christmas is in two months? I think so. What are we doing with the decorations around here? Well, we got Halloween first, Ben. We, we do. I feel like we're pretty festive around here right now. We've got a few pumpkins. We've got some candy. And you recently... Well, we haven't we haven't spoken in a long time. We weren't in a fight. We just went. No, in yeah, our we just we just don't speak anymore. Or, well, that's one way. Yeah, no, no, we were both in different locations for our quote unquote fall break, which means we got Friday off. But all that to say, I haven't seen you in quite some time. But the first thing that you did catch me up on was. Well, your, your question was, what is your budget for the Halloween costume this year? And you seem to have some ideas. Oh, yeah. And I think we can't speak too much about the Halloween costume. we got to wait and show them on the Instagram what it really looks like. But uh, it is got to stay festive around here. The Edge, the place where we live, is uh, doing a door decorating contest. I don't know if you saw that. We're not going to win because we don't decorate the door. But um, we, we, very, we very well could if we wanted to. Um, but, yeah, Benj, what's going on? What would you do with your, with your long weekend here? Well, I'll get to that in one second. But I wanted to follow up on t- two things that you mentioned. <laughs> One of which was the edge. Oh, the no. last, since the last time we were on air, we oh, uh, no. we barely lived to tell about it. Uh, the the washing machine incident oh, nearly gosh. took out Binge and Bass so Studio. True. So one of those weeks where you were refreshing your Spotify aimlessly, waiting for an update. Well, we apologize, but Binge and Bass Studios uh, went through the ringer, so to say, Colin. Yeah, we did get kind of got kind of thrown through the ringer, and it was one of those things where I was at pigskin practice, one of those big acting performances that Baylor puts on. It was awesome, big homecoming festivities, an incredible weekend we had last weekend. Uh, but I get a text after the first show, look at my phone, and there goes Binge. He goes, hope your show went well, but the apartment <laughs> flooded. And I go... Hold on, hold on. What? And so everybody's going out doing their own thing. But I was like, I got to go back and just see if Benj is okay yeah, as I we went through the part. tsunami. Um, no, no, no. It's not your fault. I mean, the, a tsunami pretty much hit our house right. down in Waco. Uh, tell a little bit more about that, Benj. What was going on whenever the uh, the incident happened? Right. Well, I think we, we should note that Colin was in pigskin for <laughs> Phi Kappa Chi, And it was a tremendous, tremendous act. And I was unfortunately not able to be part of it. But they did something really, really special, and so props to Colin for making that work. And it goes back to what we talk about a lot. Uh, People ask us, you know, Colin, how do you make time for all of it? And so pigskin was a big time commitment. Colin's laughing at that. That's something that our buddy (laughs) Thomas Gaul asks us all the time. But that was a big time commitment, and you know, multiple hours every week. But when you do it and you perform. It's all worth it, especially knowing the impact that it had. Now, that sounds like an awfully weird tangent because we were talking about the washing machine flooding, but I wanted to put that out there. But what happened here on that fateful uh, Wednesday night, I think, I was just doing another load of laundry like I had uh, so many other times. And uh, I'm actually hanging the other laundry and putting another load in. And as I'm hanging it on my laundry rack, I, I my feet get wet. I have on my 
my Ugg slippers and they start to get like soaked. Not I'm your like, slippers. What is going on? It's like, did Colin move the dishwasher or like open or something? <laughs> and so I go into the, the laundry room and the washer is just spewing water and it will not stop. I press every button. I shut off the power. The water is still spewing out. So I have to turn off the valves and you deal with the aftermath. And so that's where that text message came into play of, hey, it was, hope it was a great show, one of the most important events of the year, but when you get home, your apartment's going to be flooded. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it all worked out. We had our boy come in here. He vacuumed up the apartment. He was impressed. Ben did a good job cleaning it up. He used about 30 towels, and uh, we had him hanging like it was the like some type of uh, jungle or something outside, over the railings, over the stairs, everything. And it was crazy, but Ben did a very good job cleaning it up, and our boy came up and vacuumed and left us a little fan, and it was going a little wild in here for, for a little bit. But um, we're back to normal. No no potential, no real flood damage, um, but that was one heck of a memory, wasn't it, that? It was, and I think the lesson to be learned from that is – to be calm under pressure. 100%. Um, when, even when the water keeps rising out of the washing machine, you can't be phased. <laughs> and you, uh, I, I called my brother, shout out to Will, who lived here last year. I was like, Will, what do you think I should do right now? But you have to stay calm under pressure. The, the whole house is flooding, but you, you got to stay calm and you got to shut off the valves if your washing machine ever explodes. So hopefully the audience can take a lot away from that. And speaking of the audience taking a lot away from something, Colin had a really unique opportunity uh, this past week to share about something. Well, Colin, you just go ahead and tell him about it. Oh my goodness. Um, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but yeah. So on Tuesday, I got to talk about bringing uh, your Christian life into the Greek life. And I really just talked about Acts 2.42 and all the different pillars that our faith is built on and kind of mixing that into um, what Greek life is really built on. Because a lot of Greek life was built with faith backgrounds, faith, faith virtues, and we've definitely lost, lost sight of those over the last hundred years or longer, even a little bit shorter, depending on your organization. Uh, but it was a really cool opportunity to get to share a message like that and kind of point out like the, the parallelism between being a disciple, but also being a um, in a fraternity and uniting as a community towards your letters or towards your goal or towards your God and uh, just the similarities there and how Greek life is built for discipleship. So that was really a cool opportunity I got to have on Tuesday. Uh, but Benj, Benj, tell them about Friday. What happened on Friday? Well, first, let me let me uh, follow up on that, too, because you you worked very hard preparing for that message as well. And going into it, we talked about how you were put on a, a time budget of eight or so minutes. But the, the truth is that you can do all the preparation in the world and, and for something really important like that. But when you go up there uh, on the stage and you're presenting about something that, it, that is much more meaningful than yourself, it's this thing we call cheesy but godfidence you know like you go up there and you have the the confidence that god will speak through you and of course you do that preparation to make sure that your message is something that you're proud of something that represents god in, in a good way but when you go up on the stage and you have that platform and you get to speak that's a really really cool and special thing that you did a great job with and i was really disappointed that i couldn't be there but i do have the voice memo and we have the link tree in the binge and bass bio so my next homework assignment, oh my of goodness. which there are many, will be attaching that to our link tree. <laughs> oh, but, no. Um, very, very proud of you, Colin. Thank you, Benj. Thank you. It means a lot. And I put a lot of effort into it. Last week was a stressful week, but 
now we're back and rolling after this peaceful weekend. But come on, tell them about tell them about what happened Friday. What you work? Friday. What you've been working hard for? Yeah, what we've been working hard for is uh, I was a student coach of a really special team for a sales competition at, through the University of Indiana. So uh, myself and some colleagues were tasked with uh, selling robots to convenience stores. And so we poured so much time and effort into that case, and we ended up uh, winning the national competition. And uh, I think the really cool thing about that was succeeding succeeding as a team and as a group, because you can succeed individually all you want, but um, you either get used to it or you continue to want more. But I think that was one of the coolest things I was part of, just being in the room when you hear the results and you see you look around the room and you see the different ways that that victory impacted everybody and so for that it was it was a good reminder that success is much more enjoyable when you're doing it with a team so that was my takeaway from that i appreciate you letting me uh, speak on. on that giving Heck me the little yeah. soapbox for that but um it kind of goes back to your pigskin thing right where you pour so much time and effort into this one thing multiple hours a week for something that might only last a few minutes when you're actually performing it but when you do and you see the end result and you see the way that it impacts people it was all worth it i love that i love that and i think that that's something we've both kind of got to see in in real life in these last couple uh these last couple weeks um and it's been super busy but bench how have you been able to kind of dial yourself back in this weekend after all the craziness that's been happening these last couple of weeks with school, with tests, with the national competition that takes hours and hours out of your day more than a job would. Um, what did you do this weekend to kind of recenter yourself? Yeah, so what I did this Sunday, well, today, today, the day we're recording this, or, well, maybe I should rewind to the weekend. So I went home, and sadly my parents were not there. So I was already planning on going home. My parents weren't there. But I got to spend a lot of time with my brother, who I already plugged once on the show, but his name is Will, and if you don't know him, you should. But we had a great time. We got to go to the best place in the world, I mean, Chili's, and we had a great time there. <laughs> and, oh, my and gosh. We got to ride around in the Jeep with the top down and w- with the dog, Beauty. And then uh, Saturday, got to go to the Need to Breathe concert with my friends at Baylor. Shout out to them. And it was a great, great concert. Very, very good concert. And then uh, today, I just spent the day getting lunch and fishing with my grandpa for the entire afternoon. And that was the most refreshing, peaceful thing that I've done in quite some time. Come on. I love that you get to go visit your grandpa. Check out the, the picture on Benji's Instagram. Oh, yeah. The little selfie with Paul Paul. Always a joy to see Paul Paul, um, especially when there's a big catch in there. That's yeah. awesome, Benji. Well, but, well, let me flip it back on you, Colin. Um, you you were uh, a local hero this weekend yourself. <laughs> I don't know about that. I did something pretty similar. Um, just went home and got to hang out with the fam. Got to surprise my little brother at his football game. He's a wild thing, so he runs the flags and those type of things. Hypes up the student section. He's in the overalls. He's awesome. And so I got to go back and surprise him and yell from the middle of the crowd, Kevin! Kevin! And you can just see his little, like, his face <laughs> looking around like, where's, it, where's I that voice? I know that voice. <laughs> oh my gosh. My mom's trying to video it, but she got so caught up in watching it in real life, she forgot to video it in like virtual and so the camera is just videoing everything (laughs) but evan but it was hilarious got to see the fam and then um saturday morning well my my big hunter walker got to join got to join me and so we head out to cyprus and saturday morning we left and went out camping in a little place called fort boggy and fort boggy was an insane of a trip an insane trip um it was a primitive site so usually that just means there's no water electricity but like 
this was primitive. Like we got, imagine you get dropped off at a ranch and then you take a half a mile to a mile hike deep, deeper into the ranch. Mm-hmm. And you're just like in the middle of the woods. We were convinced we were going to get eaten by hogs or something. Um, but it was a really good night that we just got to spend getting to know each other better and just find peace in the Lord and out in nature. And we ran into a couple of visitors. We saw some armadillos. We saw some turtles. We killed the copperhead. Um, How'd you kill it? We killed it with a, with a rock. So, uh, Missed on the first shot. Second shot is dead on. He died on contact. Um, <laughs> but um, it was that was insane. Then we just plopped it into a trash can and it was full. So whoever opened it up next was probably gonna get a little oh, surprise. Oh yeah. Um, kind of bad, but like it was the only place to put it. Um, but that was irrelevant. Um, but no, <laughs> so we would camp. We were camping this weekend and just got to go out in the woods and just find peace. And I think that's something we kind of lose sight of in college is like finding peace because it's so fast paced. It's so just cutthroat and we're trying to just be the top and just ap- absolutely be the best in our grades in school and all those things. Um, but it was just an incredible weekend just to be still with one of my friends or someone else, like just someone in our community and just reset yourself. Benj, what do you, what do you feel about resting? Yeah, I think that's a really cool thing that you got to do there, Colin, and I'm glad you got to do it. And I think that's a really great example of putting away the computer, the laptop, the phone, and finding peace through something that is beyond that. And so even even going fishing today, I've gotten in this habit where I just take my backpack everywhere because it feels natural. And if something ever comes up, uh, whether it's an email or, or a project or anything like that, I can just instantly address it. But like today I didn't even bring it with me and it didn't even give me the option to try to work. And as crazy as it sounds, and I don't think I'm the only one who could say this is I think that I'm addicted to work and I just can't stop. Like I I can't put away the computer and just relax and be present. And so the only way that I'm able to do that is by not giving myself the option to to even try to work and in the past like um last year i I would get to the point where um i'd work so much i'd I'd just work until my computer battery died and i would be relieved that the battery died because then i could just stop so knowing when to rest and knowing what uh what your limits are are so so important yeah and i think i think that really is important binge um and that's like really good confession that you can just share Mm -hmm. because like a lot of people don't even recognize that they're addicted to working or addicted to their phones or whatever it is. Like people have screen times. I mean, I've been there like in the summer, you have eight, 10, 15 hours on your mm-hmm. phone. Like that's insane. And that's an addiction. That's just not something you're doing for fun. That's something you can't stop. And like workaholic or being a workaholic is like something that's like real and it's in the, in the corporate world and something that you got to constantly fight. Um, but like to be honest with yourself and like confess that's like incredible um and it's all just about like telling people you know mm-hmm. like sharing that with with the people who are listening with me um and then like we can walk through this together you know right um, and, and it, i think it's something we're all yeah. guilty of is working just too hard because we all want to be like successful but and it's not like like a, a tiktok social media oh, yeah. text always on the phone at the dinner table issue it's a matter of like this mindset like i i feel like i always like there's always something that has to be done that needs to be done but like you said, that's something that we can acknowledge and uh, move forward together and, and work on addressing. Just like here we are, here we all are in college, 
just trying to figure it out. That's what this podcast is about, and that's what today's episode was about. So I think that's a good place to land the plane, Colin. And until next time, this has been Schnopper. This is Colin Bass. See y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>